Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right. Welcome back, Coach. How are you? Not doing well. How are you guys doing? We're great. We're great. We're talking about wins here for a change. Been nice. Football team wins over the weekend. Basketball team rolls last night. Everything's coming up roses. It was a good uh, a good weekend for the Division One schools, uh, with the exception of UAPB last week. But uh, it's great to be talking about an Arkansas victory, that's for sure. There is no doubt. So uh, I asked Clint Sterner about this yesterday and just curious to get your thoughts on what you saw that looked decidedly different in the approach from Arkansas offensively. Well, a couple of things. Number, number one, they looked a little bit more creative coming out the, uh, coming out the shoot early. And, uh, you know, when you have two weeks to – to really pare things down and look at things. and You know, being a, a new play caller, you want to come out and uh, give some unpredictable looks and, and uh, scenarios to, to your opponent. And I thought they did that early. They got the ball to Washington early on a couple of plays. They looked, i tell you the other thing, is they looked inspired. They had a lot of juice about them. Certainly getting Rocket Sanders back uh, uh, was big. I still don't think he's 100%. Uh, mm-hmm. But, boy, at 90% or 85%, uh, he's still a pretty good football player. And uh, But, yeah, just a little bit more juice. They looked inspired. And, again, some creativity to start the game, uh, I thought, set a positive tone for Arkansas. Where do you think they go from here offensively? Is it something you build on and add to, or do you kind of just keep doing what you're doing? Well, I think you go into uh, regardless of who's – coordinating or putting a game plan together. I think you have to look at your opponent and the best way to attack them. Uh, so there's always going to be a wrinkle or two um, that you try to transition into the things that you're doing well. Obviously, they feel like they ran the ball well, Wes, so they found something. And again, Sanders, you know, the physicality at the end of the game, I kept hearing about that. Hey, it was two dudes, man. It was it was Jefferson and Sanders running over folks at the end of the game, you know, which it's your two bell cows. They, they, need, they need to be doing that type of thing. But I think you always have a wrinkle or two for your opponent based on what they do, what you see on film. Uh, you try to build on the things you're doing well and improve on the things that you think you can continue to do. If not, throw it out and, and continue to just streamline your plan uh, so it allows the players to be as efficient as possible. But there's always going to be a wrinkle or two. You know, what was encouraging, too, is there was three or four 20, 25-yard plays, mm-hmm. and they took some shots last week. And, uh, you know, you, you guys had asked me last week, you know, what do you think they need to do to win? That was one of the things was run Jefferson uh, with designed runs, which they did a lot of quarterback draws, and then some shot plays down the field, whether you hit them or not, at least let the defense know you're willing to take that opportunity. And uh, you add it all together, but the defense held pretty good. Uh, 300 yards of offense against the Florida team in Florida. 
think they gave up one significant run, but outside of that, um, they, they they played winning football. I do think the Washington injury and the Armstrong injury probably uh, took some things out of the game plan that they had going into that game because uh, you could see early they were featuring those players. Tired to Click Conk on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. What about the offensive line, Coach? Did they? Do you feel like they maybe catered to them play call-wise, or do you think maybe they made a little bit of improvement, tweaked some things with the way they were approaching it over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I saw more seven-man protections, uh, a few more than what we had seen previously, uh, at least from watching the, you know, the, the game on TV. But, again, you build game plans and you build offenses inside out, not outside in. And so you go as the offensive line will allow you to go, and then you do whatever you can to protect those guys if there is a deficiency, and we know there is a deficiency. So you saw uh, a moving of the launch point uh, at times on Saturday, which was good, uh, but still, you know, gave up several sacks, I think mm-hmm. maybe five, and, and that's just too many hits on the quarterback. I don't care how big you are. They, they, they take their toll, but, uh, uh, but again – they are who they are. It's week eleven or whatever, and so you 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 build a game plan around what you think those guys can do, and then continue to work fundamentals the best you can throughout the week to, to see if you can make some improvement. You know, Wes, I don't know if you ever went through the list of accolades yesterday. Did you Did you go through the list of uh, awards yesterday? No, I, I never. We did. never got to it. Yeah. All this happened, Coach, and we talked about the game for quite a bit yesterday. Not one time, I don't think, did we mention Cam Little, who kicked four field goals in the game, yeah. and because we have come to expect that from him it's almost like a uh-huh and but that's just how good the kid is at his job and I know you as a coach never took a kicker for granted but it's uh it's almost become sort of ho-hum even when he kicks four in a game which is remarkable dude you never take those guys for granted what they do is invaluable um I, you know, and I said this a couple of weeks ago. I think he's the MVP of the football team. I mean, I, I think he's the he does the best job for what he's asked to do as a football player on that football team, and um, and he's been the most consistent at doing his job week in and week out. And he's one of the best in the country. And it's easy to look past that because he is so good and he is so consistent. But you never take those cats for granted, man. Mm-hmm. Kudos to him because. Uh, he's got a big leg, and uh, he's going to have an opportunity to make some money uh, kicking a football through uprights. And uh, no we, we never need to take that guy for, for granted. Well, and Fletcher, who took a beating early in the season, he was well, I averaged like 50 yards a punt last week. I mean, he's he's done a phenomenal job too. So, Well, I, I think I think the special teams have been fairly consi- – I know Coach Fountain has taken some, some abuse, you know, over the me. last couple of years. Yeah. You know, okay, but <laughs> – what you can't deny is the statistics. The mm-hmm. numbers are the numbers. And those two guys have performed at a high level. Centennial has given them uh, some consistency as, uh, you know, fielding the football. That's the number one thing you need to have is a guy that can catch the ball. And he's done that. And he's at times given us some electric returns. And so uh, I think by and large, uh, the, the, those those three guys have made a significant impact on, on, on their football team. If Arkansas comes back this coming week and loses to Auburn, does it undo the goodwill that you created this week winning at Florida? 
Oh, probably from a fan's perspective and probably from a team perspective, too. They want to play well at home. They haven't played well at home uh, in Fayetteville, really, this year. And, and they know that, and Coach Pittman has alluded to that. They want to play well for their fans. Now, the one thing he is going to be running up against this week, it's opening of modern gun deer season, hmm. I believe. And then, of course, you're three and whatever you are, three and six. So, um I'm not sure the stands will be full, but I do know that the players and the coaches, they, they want to perform well at home. You know, you asked me several weeks ago after the Mississippi State game, how many do you think they could win? And I said, maybe one. Uh, I was wrong about the Florida game. I'm glad I was. But this was the one that I thought they could get because Auburn, um, they make their hay at big plays. If you look at their games, and particularly last week, it's all about shot plays, big plays, creating – long runs because they want to run the football. If Arkansas can negate the big plays, create a couple of turnovers, um, you know, keep, keep, keep them at 20 points or less, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think they'll have an excellent, excellent chance to, to win this football game. they got to play good run defense. They've got to be good on third down and win the turnover battle. So I'm bullish on Arkansas this week. I think they'll take that momentum, uh, build on the things, correct some things, uh, you know, kind of, you are who you are. I've said that several times, but I do think they can take some momentum. They are playing at home, and they want to play well at home. So I like Arkansas this week to win against Auburn. Coach, there's Keep re- some momentum. Yeah, obviously. And then Florida International, with all due respect, I mean, it's a game you expect to win, and then you throw it all in and on the Missouri game to potentially get to the postseason. But first things first, we'll see how the Auburn game goes. Uh, obviously, optimism has been somewhat renewed in the northwest part of the state and in the northeast part of the state, Coach. They ought to be over the frickin' moon. They lose as a nearly double-digit underdog at home this last weekend against the University of Louisiana. Coach Jones and company got something going right now. How about Butch Jones and those Red Wolves and the negativity they've had on them, you know, coming out of last year and this being a big year for those guys. They have risen to the moment. And uh, they held a really good Louisiana team. Uh, to 325 total yards. Uh, ASU had well over 400 yards. I'll say it again. If Arkansas State has a collective, or even if they don't, they better hmm. get one for Jalen uh, Rayner because that dude is what's the the stir that's, you know, stirring the drink. He's the straw stirring the drink. Mm-hmm. And uh, another 250-yard, two-touchdown performance. Again, Zach Wallace, the Benton native, nearly another 100 yards and a, and a touchdown. They've got something positive going on up there, and they are one win away from being bowl eligible. They're sitting at five wins right now. Uh-huh. I, I believe I'm right on that. That's correct. Uh, yep, and they've got to go to South Alabama, who's taken two feet downs the last couple of weeks to uh, this same Louisiana team and Troy. Uh, I told you to take Troy minus the seven. But anyway. You did. Thank you for um, that. That's okay. Uh, but now this will be a tough get. You know, playing in Mobile is not easy. Uh, South Alabama's fighting for their bowl eligibility. But there's a lot of optimism and a lot of momentum coming out of Jonesboro and Northeast Arkansas. The Red Wolves are one win away from being bowl eligible in 2023. Yeah, I mean, I won't be surprised if they win a couple more before it's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get Texas State, who, all due respect to your own modern West, you know they're not great. Um, and that's a home game. So they're going to have a really good look at maybe winning a couple more here. And then you get Marshall, who's awful at the end of the season. So they got a chance to win, you know, maybe seven, maybe eight. Who knows? Maybe they beat South Al. Why not? Hey, you know, as a coach, you cannot qualify momentum. And this is such a momentum sport. There's a lot of momentum. All of a sudden, those injuries and those nicks and bruises, they heal a lot faster when Mm -hmm. you win. 
and everybody wants to be a part of it. And so uh, uh, I like the I like the uh, the trajectory, and uh, I think Coach Jones, that staff, and that football team has answered the questions. Now they still got to finish, mm-hmm. but up to this point, I don't think there's any question whether or not you know, hey, are we looking to make a coaching change after the year? I mean, they're one win away from being in a bowl game, but I'm pretty confident they're going to get one somewhere down yeah. the road here. I think that's so, safe. Very bullish on ASU. Absolutely. Central Arkansas, everything's out in front of them. They do not control their own destiny, but they do control their own path. This week, an Eastern Kentucky team that has sort of drawn their ire. There's some bad blood there, even though this rivalry is relatively new, Coach. These two teams don't mm-hmm. like each other. Eastern Kentucky's out of the race now, for the most part, assuming Austin P doesn't stub its toe against a lesser than this week. Um, Eastern Kentucky's not in the conversation. Hopefully they're, they're daubers down a little bit as they come to Conway. But I think both these teams will probably give their best effort on the stripes this week. It's senior day. Uh, typically on big days like that, is that a good thing or a bad thing for a team? Well, a lot of emotion. Uh, there's no question. There's a lot of them. I mean, a ton of emotion by the parents, by the players, by the coaches. Because uh, you're 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 looking back on a career and you still have a game to play in front of you, so that's always a tricky, a tricky deal because you you know those guys have put two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven years these days into a program, and you want to give them their due. But again, looking forward, you've got a game to play. Now let me correct you on one thing though, and I was kind of looking at this. If I'm the Eastern Kentucky coaching staff, that was their first conference loss last week, right? Yep. Okay, so you beat UCA and then. Austin P beats UCA, then they would be co-champions. So they may not make the playoffs, but they would have a chance to still share the conference title. No, it's if, I'm, if, if Austin P no if Austin P wins this week and next week, um, or if they if they win this week and lose next week, they're still Eastern Kentucky's not in the mix. UCA wins it outright. So if they're all one loss teams, then they he, still share the conference. They share. Sure, but you, but but the but I'm saying yeah. the automatic qualifier won't go to them. My point is they're 100%. not gonna, they're not going to play in the postseason after losing. That's correct. They lost in heartbreaking yeah. fashion too in overtime. Yeah, they've lost they've lost four games by twelve points. But if I'm on the Eastern Kentucky side, going, hey, we can't control our destiny. We may not be a postseason team, but we we can still grab a share of a ring. And so yeah. that may be some motivation. That's true. But now let me say this about Eastern Kentucky. This kind of reminds me of the old McNeese State rivalry that we had, and nobody liked anybody. And, and that thing became pretty heated pretty quick. And uh, I really wish that game, the old Red Beans and Rice Bowl, I, I really wish we could still continue to play that. But uh, but this reminds me of that of that rivalry. And uh, and Eastern Kentucky's kind of been their nemesis, uh, you know, several years here running. And uh, uh, it ought to be a great game. Uh, I do think, you know, UCA came out fast, very quickly, terrific last week, which was good to see, but then kind of plugged and played the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. They'll need to play four quarters this yep. week against Eastern because they're used to playing four quarters of football up there. And uh, Parker McKinney is in his, what, ninth year? Yep. I mean, I don't know. Just about. That guy's been there. He's been there since the Gulf War, I think. But um, good football team. Don't let their record fool you. And I'm sure the coaches have emphasized that. All you got to do is watch the film, I'm yeah. sure. They've lost four games by a total of 12 points. Yep. And uh, this will be a good football team coming to Conway. Well, on the flip side is UCA's last four games have been decided by 12 points going into this last weekend, and they won three out of the four. So they've been able to lose, win close games, and Eastern Kentucky's been losing close games. But you're right, it's a very good team, and they need to be on uh, on point. UAPB, obviously, the struggles continue, the building process. I mean, we kind of say the same thing every week, Coach. Yeah, yeah, they're looking probably for an off-ramp at this time you know, to, to, to collect themselves and regroup, go into recruiting and build on the pieces that they feel good about. But, you know, you can't win a football game in college football today throwing for one yard. 
and uh, that's what they did. They had 146 yards total offense. They allowed over 500, and uh, now they get a 4-5 and five Grambling team that has not met expectations. This may be their last home game, I think, but uh, but they might be looking for a little bit of, a, of an off-ramp to to recharge the program and uh, kind of see where they are at the end of the season. Coach Harding is uh, destroying everybody, so we can just push them aside. They're a top-five team nationally. Um, they're the best team in the in the conference. They're going to the playoffs. A lot on the line in the Battle of the Ravenna this mm-hmm. weekend, and Henderson with a chance to play spoiler for their friends across the street. Yeah, you know, first of all, Harding, congratulations. I mean, they're playing for perfection this year. Mm-hmm. To win 11 in a row of anything is pretty spectacular, and so they've got Arkansas Tech, you know, a rival game, and Tech has won four of their last five, and they're 5-5 five and five now, so they're playing for a winning season. But you look for Harding to, to complete the, the run. Uh, but, yeah, OBU, Henderson, Battle of Ravine, Still on my bucket list. I still haven't. I'm in Texas again, dead gummit. I can't get there, but I am going to make one of those. And uh, I know both of those coaches well. And you can throw all the records out. But OBU fighting maybe for a playoff berth. Henderson fighting for a nine-win season, a possible Division II bowl game. And don't look now, but Southern Arkansas with a win over UAM wins nine games. So there's potentially, uh, you know, three teams this year going to win nine or more games coming out of the Great American Conference. So uh, a lot on the line this week, no question. Coaches, week one of the playoffs, and usually that's the, kind of the slowest week because you have the top two seeds in the five A or six A and seven A sitting out, and some in the four A and three A. But uh, still, some some good games, and you know what? War Memorial Stadium's hosting playoff games Thursday and Friday night. Parkview Thursday, Catholic Friday. Yeah, I've kind of got the Alma Parkview game. Obviously, Parkview is going to be a heavy favorite there, but still to kick things off, and then of course Mountain Home at Catholic uh, Friday night at the stadium. I do want to go back a week and. Uh, Congratulations to the Brian Hornets and Quad mm. Sanders, one of my former players. I mean, to go into John McConnell Stadium, 9,000 people with the momentum that uh, Conway has been playing with and the team that they have, I mean, I still think they're a dark horse to win the state championship. But congr- And the pressure on, on Quad and that staff and that team playing against their former coach, uh, man, congratulations. What what a what about rising up to the moment? Big, big win for Bryant. I, I am so happy for Quad and that group. But, uh, but yeah, Wes, to your point, you got Cersei at Greenbrier, uh, England at Desark, and then Harrison comes down to play Lakeside. I mean, all good games, all in central Arkansas. I mean, there's a bunch all over the state. But, but Nettleton coming down to play Pine Bluff. Uh, one of my former coaches and players is the head coach at Nettleton. Um, yeah, I mean, just a lot of good. A lot of good football players. I do have some predictions, though. You want to write them down? Here we go. Can you make them quick. All right. Fayetteville in 7A. 6A Benton. 5A Greenwood. 4A the Elkins Elks. 3A Hoxie. And then 2A Conway Christian out of Conway, Arkansas. I think Conway's going to maybe get a state championship between one of those two teams. But but the best time of the year, high school football, people in the state – Arkansas, ASU, and UCA all playing Division One games in November. Good time to be a football fan. Did I miss here? Even something? though basketball started. Let's recue that. Fayetteville in seven A. Who you like in six A? You got Greenwood. Benton. Okay, Greenwood's in six A too. Yeah, you oh, said Greenwood. Benton and okay, Greenwood. I'm sorry, Benton. Benton okay. Yeah, Benton there. Well, Benton and can't then, get there because uh, they, they got to beat Little Rock Christian. Coach, you're being ridiculous. No, Come on. I, I like I like Benton. I'm just kidding. They get to be at home at least. They, that's a good. That's an advantage for them for sure. I think well, you said Greenwood instead of Parkview. Parkview, I meant to say. That's right. Okay. Parkview and 5A. Gotcha. Elkins, Hoxie, and Conway Christian. How about Elkins? Yeah. Drew Morgan. Drew Morgan. Undefeated. 
the Elkins. Well, he's, he's not the head coach. Right? No, he's, a, no. he's a receivers coach. Yeah, yeah. He's well. He's a social media guy. That's what I say. So <laughs> anyway, all right, coach. I like the picks. We got to run. Thank you to Farm Brothers Flying Service. Appreciate you. We get you in studio next week. Uh, I'm going to try to. Yes. Okay. I'm going to take that as an absolute. Appreciate you. Okay. All, all right. right. Thanks, see, guys. see you, coach. Thank Bye. you.